welcome. I want to introduce you or welcome you to the Lust Zone with your host, Aaron Hill. <laughs> so I had to put on some, uh, I had to put on some music that was fitting for today's topic, which is lust cracks the brain. So I'm going to do this entire live stream in this voice right here. That one. I'm just kidding. What's up, everybody? (laughs) Welcome to the Lust Zone your host Aaron Hill. <laughs> all right so this is day six so I did have to put on some music to put you in the mood for today all right so today is um <laughs> this is day six 10% happier journey day six what's up everybody I thank y'all for joining me for every day I'm I'm yeah this is a fun journey so the topic is called lust cracks the brain right And uh, Joseph Goldstein is the writer of this course. This is in the 10% Happier app that you can download in your phone. That app was created by Dan Harris. It's a group of meditative uh, meditation courses by a bunch of different great contributors. And the one that I have been traversing through this week, is that a word? That's a word, right? (laughs) For the last uh, six days is called Phrases for Stress. And so this is session uh, seven, and it's called Lust Cracks the Brain. So this is a little bit of a humor, a humoresque kind of um, thing. And uh, yeah, I'm going to give you a few notes. (laughs) Ali said, sound like Luke Barry from Ali from England. Wow. (laughs) You got to put me down what that is. That's the first time I heard that, Ali. Thanks for joining me, by the way, everybody. Good morning to you. Okay, so this is a little bit of a humorous kind of thing, and I'm gonna give you um, a few of the notes that I took down, and we'll talk about it for a few minutes. So, Lust Cracks the Brain. Introducing a bit of humor about your thoughts is a tremendously valuable tool in practicing mindfulness. Um, There's a way to step back and observe yourself, you know, when you're having different thoughts. And um, I love talking about taboo subjects, by the way. So yeah, this is a fun, this is gonna be a fun topic. Um, So introducing humor, you know, when you're feeling what you're feeling and just thinking about like how different things uh, really pervade your mind, like, you know, in a great way. (laughs) Right, Barry White, I appreciate it, Allie. Thank you, Allie, for joining me. And thank you for giving me the Barry White comment. I'm trying my best over here trying to take it lower and lower each time (laughs) so introducing humor is a good way to practice mindfulness and as I just learned the other day mindfulness is about acceptance and about working with yourself It's a very therapeutic thing and so that's what Joseph Goldstein was talking about with this he said basically the the context of the story was that he was listening to a talk from one of his uh, esteemed teachers and there was a translator apparently this um, this uh, particular teacher spoke in a language that was not common to the environment, so they had a uh, a translator, and 
He said he went on and on about desire, you know, um, and different forms of desire. And the translator, after like 10 or 15 minutes, just only translated one one thing, and that was lust crashed the brain. Everybody laughed, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm a person where humor really speaks to you because I'm a fool, as you all see. And um, I love this as a tool. There's different tools that you can use to practice mindfulness. And, you know, different ways for you to be able to get outside of like just the thoughts and emotions that you're subject to and that you're having and be able to step back. I call it putting the wedge in the door, you know, having room for another perspective, even while you're just like in the midst of whatever you're, you know, working with. So let's talk about this often taboo subject. So I wrote this. There's absolutely nothing, all caps. I can't put all caps in my language, but nothing. Maybe that's, there's absolutely nothing inherently wrong with lust or any other desire. The goal is to pay attention to which desires serve us and which entangle us. Balance is key. Now, for the purpose of this conversation, um, to keep it succinct, I'm not going to go into all the controversial um, topics as far as, you know, different uh, things that we lust after that could be unhealthy or are unhealthy for us. Like, I'm not going to go into that. I'm just talking about it as a general, right? Because it's a very natural and normal thing. In fact, my next note is lust is the foundational reason that you can read this statement. And that's on my notes when you see them on Facebook. If I restate it here, lust is the foundational reason that you can hear me say lust is the foundational reason. <laughs> you, the only reason why you can even hear me say that is because you're a real person and you're a real person because you're a human being that was born out of a product of lust. Then for many of us, some of us turning into love and us being born, others us being born out of just the pure infatuation of lust. So <laughs> we got to stop making this uh, topic so taboo because it's very natural and normal. And it leads to the last uh, note that I put here. And this is something I copied from um, another article, right? So as far as sex goes, which, by the way, lust is not just related to sex, of course. I think we're all adult enough to know that or mature or educated enough. As far as sex goes, though, lust is actually the first stage of falling in love. It is driven by desire. The sex hormones... An important role in this stage which makes sense because if there's no desire then how can there eventually be love and that's that's the point really right nobody starts off where uh, even when they're attracted to someone um, where that attraction is because they love them no you you, you lust after them like you really like what you see or what you experience lust is the fire love is the fuel and without one the other doesn't last for long. Speaking of which, you know, that's something that I've, you know, learned deeply about myself um, as I've grown to understand my sexual nature and my just nature as a, as a man even more that, you know, lust is extremely important in a relationship. You know, um, it's a driving factor. And of course, you need more than just love. So, um, yeah, without how the, the love and marriage uh, uh, theme song went, you can't have one without the other. So, um, yeah, first stage, right? 
And like I said, this whole topic was about making a humor, you know, a humorous kind of thing out of it. The point was that any desires, you know, that are natural, you know, that we have, and it's a natural part of life for them to be like pretty strong, you know, in our minds. But the thing about, you know, dealing with stress, the thing about, you know, meditation, the thing about um, detachment or about mindfulness or about just being able to be even keel is that no matter what the desire is, the goal is to pay attention to it, make note of it, be able to step back, put the wedge there, be mindful of like where it is with us and if it's like balanced, you know? And so if it's balanced, then of course it's healthy for us. If it's not any desire, it doesn't matter what it is. If it throws us into a place of like, we can't function or, you know, whatever, then, hey. Now, sometimes that means dealing with certain things <laughs> so that we can function. Wink, wink. Right? Uh, I laughed at myself the other day um, about this same kind of thing, you know, in that way. <laughs> I was just like, wow, you know. But it's, it's literally the driving force, you know. It's the driving force of humanity, especially when it comes to reproduction and all that kind of stuff. You know, um, and beyond that, like just the the topic of expression, you know, just expression and being able to um, express yourself in various ways is super healthy. Got to get the energy out. There's <laughs> more than one way to get it out to you. So, of course, you know, I'm, you know, I, I realized something about my life, you know, being a secular humanist, being an atheist. Being a polyamorous man, so my thoughts, you know, are those that are definitely, that definitely push the envelope of the tradition of the convention, and I love it. Speaking of which, this is something I'll be talking about more in upcoming talks, so I'll introduce it now, um, the concept of polyamory or being polyamorous, right, and me being a polyamorous man. So... For many people that don't know, I'll just do a quick definition, like real quick, right? Um, and I like to never assume that people know anything because I realize that, you know, if you want to inform or educate, then you have to, you know, you have to express and start from a place of covering all bases so that you don't assume. And then everybody's in the know. So what is polyamory? And this this whole talk, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep it at the topic, but just to introduce this, polyamory is the practice of or desire for intimate relationships with more than one partner with the consent of all partners involved. It has been described as consensual, ethical, and responsible non-monogamy. This is something I've always known about myself, but I never actually knew that there was a, a title for it and that kind of thing. And when I think about myself and what invigorates me as a man, it really is sharing love you know, deeply. And of course, there's different ways of doing that. So you have platonic, you know, you have neutral kind of loves and that kind of thing. But for me personally, expressing deep intimate love, you know, is something that really like is a driving force in my life. It allows me to be like totally on fire. I believe it's a part of my legacy even deeply. And so, yeah, that's what polyamory is and then again it's a whole i'm gonna do a whole other like i probably have siri like this will probably be like a part of my content eventually just because of the fact that it is um such a 
I guess you could say new topic for many people, um, and definitely taboo. And I love walking the taboo line. Like that's one of the things. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna tell y'all something. Uh, and I was, this just kind of dawned in my mind. Um, so here's something funny that I'm, I'm gonna unveil to y'all now. So one of the things that I want to do eventually, um, and I know y'all gonna trip over this. I want to actually do erotica eventually, right? And here's the reason why. I, I'm actually in a place where I have no, like, no shame, no embarrassment about anything, no, um, definitely no taboo, like, you know, issues with me as far as any subjects. And I really think that, I really think that authenticity is like one of the most powerful tools on earth, right? Now, I know myself as a very positive person, a very positive and optimistic person. So I believe that I have the power in every expression to be able to teach. And that's even in pushing the envelopes, even like sexual expressions. So yeah, like, <laughs> I know it might be wild to say, but I love it. I love the thought of it because I want to like, my, the goal of my life is with with my with everything that I have I want to challenge like almost every taboo idea and and concept that I grew up with right or that is a part of my demographic you know in the African American community or just here I want to be an envelope pusher right so yeah <laughs> one day and the thing about it is, the thing I'm excited about this concept, and for those that just came in, I'll announce it again, or at least, and this, this isn't the topic of this whole thing, so. <laughs> but go back and listen to the, you know, the topic if you just joined. But what I was saying was that um, one of the things that I wanna actually do one day is um, get into erotica. And what I wanna do is push the envelope to where I can show people, I can break the, the, the taboos and the trends and show people that when it comes to like pornography or when it comes to erotica and all that stuff, that we have like one taboo perception of it. And, but to be able to teach, for us to be able to, as humanity, teach ourselves, <laughs> thanks James, to be able to uh, teach ourselves about like, okay, here's, here's, a, here's a way to say it. Um, Almost every topic that's taboo has actually hurt us more than help us. The fact that we shy things, we hush hush about things, as opposed to fully like bringing it to the table, exploring, educating, learning, growing, you know, um, being open to things. So anything that is taboo winds up hurting us in the long run, because as we all know, the more you avoid something, and especially when it's a normal part of life, the more, the, the, the less educated we are and the less informed we are about it, which allows us to just deal with it in very unrealistic or unhealthy or ways or either just not know about it. Like it literally decreases our quality of life. Every subject that is taboo, like it decreases our quality of life. So the goal of... The goal for me and what I'll do with what I'm doing and what I'll continue to do in my life 
is to push the envelope in different areas. So it's it's funny. Like I sit here, I never I never would have thought, never would have thought in like say ten years ago that I would be sitting here as a secular humanist, atheist, polyamorous, polymath. Polymath for those that don't know is a person that is really well versed in a bunch of different areas. Um, I've always been a seeker of like education and like you know deep ways um and so it's fun for me and now like accepting the fact that or realizing that it's first of all that there's a name for it (laughs) second of all that it's really what I have been building my brand around and that I'll continue to go forward with that so my brand as you all experience it on YouTube as you experience it in my videos, as you experience it on Instagram, Facebook, like whatever the social media platform of that day is, or and as you get into my journey. If you aren't on my email list too, by the way, please join my email list because um, I love being able to post on social media. But the thing I like about email is that people are getting back to, and I want to see if you all can drop a line here if this applies to you. People are getting back to taking their emails back and getting rid of all of the spam and all of the junk mail and other just crazy shit that's in our emails that we got ourselves into from accepting like a whole bunch of offers and just all kinds of stuff like <laughs> you know where you go to your email and you got 1200 unread email messages um and it's only been 24 hours right people are finally like taking back their emails because social media people are needing a break from social media in many different ways because it's saturated with a bunch of stuff they don't want to experience so, um, yeah, what that means is that you all are protecting your emails again and only looking at things that you want to really, you know, partake in or you're interested in. So for me, that's where I share like my most intimate world and where I put it all together. So you don't have to, so you can ke- keep up with everything. Cause I put out a lot of stuff in different places. So please, if you haven't already join my email list by going to my website, AaronHillTV.com <clears throat> and just click and join, you know, join the email list. Um, so yeah, but polymath, you know, a bunch of different subjects. I now fully own it. I have always owned it, but now I own it to another level because I realized that it's actually a field all into itself. And you couldn't tell me that all those labels I just went through would be my life today, but I so accept myself and I'm so happy about it because all I want to do is to be a positive influence and to be unique in that way by having like a completely different life from many people um, as far as perspective or as far as, you know, character is fun for me. I'm, I'm going to be undeniably positive and <laughs> a positive influence. So anyway, I feel like I'm rambling at this point. That is the topic of today. And I enjoyed the meditation on this. Um, Lust cracks the brain. It's a humorous uh, thought for when you have any ideas that like are pervading and you need to just step back and just have a laugh about it. There you go. So day six. Thank you all so much for joining me. And I guess shortly, I'll probably do it maybe right after this. Join me for a word a day. I was saying that in 365 days (laughs) of doing this a word a day thing, I'm going to completely go on a sabbatical and just travel the world as like a professional 
traveling, scrabble-playing monk who only... <laughs> thanks, James. Who only... Uh, who only wears uh, monk outfits, the brown monk outfits. Like, that's my whole wardrobe. And uh, and I only put on the hood on the monk outfit when it's time to play Scrabble. So I'll probably do a parody of that one day, like a funny-ass video just, like, for that thought. But, yeah, in one year of doing a word a day, y'all, I can only imagine where my vocabulary and where my education level is going to be. So join me for that. Let's get smart together. I'll see you on a few. Take care, and thanks so much for joining me. Be well.